Hello, I'm Dr. Jay Moreland. Today, the topic of this teaching is how mindfulness and meditation benefits ourselves, our family, our workplace, our community, and the entire world. I hope to show you, using an example of the coronavirus, that mindfulness and meditation can have a direct and powerful impact at this very moment. My intention is to decrease depression, stress, and anxiety in people's daily lives, as well as to decrease the rate of infection of the COVID-19 coronavirus. I would propose that we in the West do not understand, nor have we been correctly taught, what meditation really is. It's not just sitting on a cushion and focusing your mind on something. Meditation is really just when you think one thought more than one time. Unfortunately, we are all too good at doing this without recognizing that we're doing it. Unfortunately, we are all too good at meditating on negative topics. For example, currently most of us are meditating quite a bit on COVID-19, the novel coronavirus. There's a wonderful quote that I think illustrates how our minds really are. It's supposedly from a Cherokee legend, and it goes, There are two wolves, and they are always fighting. One is darkness and despair, and the other is light and hope. Which one wins? The one you feed. Unfortunately, this dark wolf of the coronavirus is getting far too strong. So, today I hope to give you a bit of light and hope. A formal practice of meditation, one of which I'm about to teach you, has been proven to improve mood, decrease anxiety, decrease stress, and to increase happiness. There are many of these kinds of practices, just like there's many sports. These formal practices have been shown to increase the natural brain chemicals that promote positive feelings. Dopamine, GABA, serotonin, and etc. They also decrease adrenaline, noradrenaline, and cortisol, the chemicals that happen when we're stressed out. Perhaps it's better to say that these brain transmitters are really rebalanced since they permit these neurotransmitters and hormones to play a more appropriate and balanced role in our lives. By the way, I am not saying that meditative practice will take the place of your antidepressant or anti-anxiety medicines. Please stay on them. However, these practices can have a beneficial effect on all of your activities. Why? Because wherever you go, your mind is always there. And wherever your mind is, you do better when it is mindful and happy. Our thinking drives everything. It determines our speech and actions at every moment and always has effect in every moment. Everything you think 
will have a consequence, not just for you, but for others as well, whether you think it should or not. As I said in the beginning, I would like to use as an example and as a metaphor the coronavirus. It is thought that this pandemic started with one small bat that was likely and illegally at a market for human consumption. This infection started because someone wanted to make money by catching and selling a bat, and another person wanted to try a rare meat. The virus infected one person on the other side of this tiny blue planet. And look at where we are now. This shows how thinking and activity on any part of our planet can have worldwide consequences. This truly is also an excellent example of how all of us on this planet are interdependent. One person can infect billions. In your personal world right now, you can also see how your thinking and actions can have wide-ranging consequences. If you're washing your hands and doing social distancing, as is recommended, you'll be less likely to catch the virus and so less likely to spread the virus to others. This is why all of us need to be mindful and cautious. You and your loved ones will be less likely to die because of your own mindfulness. Just by being mindful and aware, you can have a significant impact not only on yourself, but on others who are around you, your community, and eventually the world. Our thinking has similar, almost viral properties. Any negative thinking, speech, or action that we are having will be propagated into negative conditions for other beings suffering. Conversely, any positive thinking, speech, or action that we have will become the condition of other beings' happiness. Just as the coronavirus pandemic originated from one location on our planet and spread throughout the world, so too can one single positive or negative thought multiply in a viral way throughout the world. I think we can see many examples of viral thinking in both the positive and negative if we just think about it for a moment. For example, look at all the toilet paper that has disappeared from the store shelves. Now I call that negative thinking. <laughs> yes, the poop has hit the fan, but toilet paper won't help you. Here are some examples of positive thinking that becomes viral during these times. Stories about teachers using computer technology to educate children in their homes. Stories about firemen and police officers in these difficult times. Story about neighbors helping elderly neighbors with food and support. Hearing spiritual leaders telling us to be kind and loving and altruistic can also have viral properties. In my field of healthcare, I know of many stories of people working in healthcare doing amazing things to help their fellow human beings survive this global pandemic, and I'm certainly inspired by them. 
Certainly, another bit of positive viral thinking that I would like to propagate at this time would be meditation and mindfulness. I know that meditation and mindfulness can be life-saving at this very moment. However, there is not just value in learning about it. It is definitely something that must be practiced in order to truly receive benefit. So from here on out, I'd like to teach you a little bit about meditation. So everyone, find a comfortable seat, relax. You can sit cross-legged on the ground in lotus position if you're capable, if you want to, but you don't have to. You can just find a nice comfortable seat. Sit with your hands on the lap or on the knees. Sit with your back straight, your spine straight. It's sort of described that you sit with your back like a stack of coins. Your shoulders should be spread wide like a vulture's wings, they say. That means relaxed and open. Your head and neck should be straight, but your chin slightly lowered. With your mouth, you can put the tip of your tongue touching the, the space between your hard and soft palate. This helps you to not develop so much saliva as you're meditating. And then your eyes can gaze down past the tip of the nose at about a 45 degree angle. And just rest. Feel the seat underneath you, feel your feet on the floor, your hands on your knees, and then listen and look, feel and smell. Pay attention to everything surrounding you. Now, for this meditation, I'm going to have you focus on your breath. Just follow your natural breathing. Don't try to control your breathing. Don't try to make it go faster or slower. Some days it'll be fast, some it'll be slow. And as you meditate on the breath, you'll find that your mind likes to deviate and jump off and think about something else. Just Notice that and bring it back to the breathing gently, no judgment as your mind traces off again to think about shopping perhaps or something else. Bring your mind back onto your breathing and then as you get more focused you can start to count your breaths. I want you to Count your breaths, but if you lose track, just start counting again from one. And I'm going to have you count until seven breaths times three.
Okay, that's, that's it. But as you come out of the meditation, just let your mind slowly, slowly come back. And as you're coming out of the meditation, try to bring a little bit of that calm feeling with you. Just let it float along with you as you as you come out of the meditation and bring that gentle, calm feeling with you. When you do this, it's normal to be distracted. It is completely normal to have your mind leave the breath. Just bring it back gently each time. As you practice more and more, you'll get better at it. Also, if you find yourself falling asleep, you can raise the angle of your eyes up a little bit to activate the mind a little more. And if you find that your mind is more agitated, you can actually bring your vision down, bring your view down to more towards the ground. Calm your mind a little bit. So as you practice this, I'd, I'd like you to practice this at home and this will help you focus your attention on your attention. I want you to start to notice your present moment thinking and recognize that at any moment your thinking is going on continuously without ending and notice when you can bring yourself back to the present and be able to focus more mindfully on what's in front of you. Practicing meditation in this way will help you notice what your mind is doing and it will help you direct it in more positive directions. Try practicing this a little bit every day. Maybe seven breaths for three cycles of seven for a total of 21. And I think if you do that just a little bit every day like this, you'll, you'll start to notice the benefit. This completes today's teaching. May all beings benefit and have true happiness. All suggestions are appreciated. Love and blessings to you all.